Welcome to the Harris Show. I'm your host, Jamal Radio Rahim, with my sister, co-host, Angie Ange. So there's been nonsense going on like every week. We just going to get right into it. We're going to start with the author of Dilbert, which is a comic that's in newspapers, Scott Adams. He has some things to say about Black people. I'm going to insert the clip right here so y'all can hear what he had to say. If, you know, nearly half of all Blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll. Not according to me. According to this poll. Uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. So that's what I did. I went to a neighborhood where, you know, I have a very low black population. So I, I think it makes no sense whatsoever as a uh, white citizen of America to try to help black citizens anymore. It doesn't make sense. It's, it's no longer a rational impulse. I'm going to back off from being helpful to black America because it doesn't seem like it pays off. Like I've been doing it all my life and I've been the only outcome is I, be, I get called a racist. It makes no sense to help black Americans if you're white. Uh, the, the, it's over. Um, and I'm also really sick of seeing video after video of black Americans beating up non-black citizens. Um, you know, I realize it's anecdotal and it, you know, it doesn't give me a, a full picture of what's happening. But every damn day, I look on social media and there's some black person beating the shit out of some white. So, um, yeah, he basically said that white people shouldn't help black people. He tried to say that, like, it was, I guess, like satire. It was bringing attention to the issue, basically. Um, what are your thoughts on what he had to say? What are your thoughts on him saying he's bringing attention to the issue? All of that junk. For I don't, I don't think in order to bring attention to an issue, you need to be a part of that issue. <laughs> I don't think people understand. Like you can, you can be an advocate, an unproblematic advocate in so many different ways. Like, mm -hmm. no, sir, you're just problematic. You, you meant what you said. <laughs> And that's fine. You don't want to help. Don't. No one's asking you to. But we're also not asking you to go out and make statements like this. And I don't know. I don't get why people go on public platforms and just say shit like this and expect the world to just be like, yeah, you're actually right. <laughs> let's <laughs> like, let's let's be real. Like, I'm not going to get into the whole systematic racism and all that because, I mean, we already know, but, like, what help what help is being done is what I want to know. Yeah. I don't know what he's saying. Like, where he needed to make a public statement. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did he see that made him go, whoa, let's stop helping them. Yeah, my, him saying like, oh, I'm trying to bring attention to the issue too. It's like, yeah, Black people haven't been talking about this for years. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> Black people haven't been talking about systemic racism, all that type of stuff for years. That hasn't happened, you know. Oh. Like, and him saying like, he said like Black people were a hate group and all that stuff. And he's saying like, oh, I was bringing attention to it. So if you're bring your way of bringing attention to it is by putting people down. Yeah. You're not bringing the, the right attention to it. 
you're making it worse. You're making the problem worse. You white man saying these things about black people already a problem. Saying all the black people are a hate group, big problem, big problem. Um, I personally am glad that all of his stuff is getting like taken down, all of his income, because you can't have no no platform if you want to say stupid stuff like that. Yeah. Like like he him saying like he made a tweet saying like all of my income's gonna be gone because basically cancel culture and it's like no cancel culture is not real i don't <laughs> care what people say it's not a real thing you say stupid things people stop supporting you that's not cancel culture that's you being stupid and people's not supporting you anymore yeah that's on you that's not on the people why would that be on the people like the, they said, like, oh, I got canceled by black people. We don't have enough power to cancel anybody. We stopped messing with Kanye West years ago. <laughs> that man became a billionaire twice. <laughs> so we stopped rocking with him years ago. I, I just feel like, like <laughs> black people will be minding their business, and then every day it's like someone comes out and says some wild ass shit and it's like prompted whoa (laughs) how did we get here it's like they be going on tangents and it's like that's why like you let people speak long enough they're gonna tell you how they really feel like even like for instance on my tiktok you know which everybody should be following you know go follow your boy but um i said eminem is in the top uh 20 mc right or top five mc um and there's people who are going to dispute with how they feel and i don't have a problem with people who are like no nah, i think lyrically he is blah 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 but you let people talk long enough and they start saying y'all just mad because a white man is dominating the black genre and you like see i didn't even I didn't, <laughs> there I didn't, it is there it is let them talk long enough. They're going to say how they really feel. Exactly. And I, you know what? Like nothing, nothing like this surprises me anymore. I'm just more so I'm like, why? Why do you feel prompted to say, say this shit? Like, okay. I just can't anymore. I'm prompted. Like nobody is like. It's so wild. We're not going to help black people anymore. All right. <laughs> That's what you want to do. I guess like. Especially if all your income is tied to like newspapers and writing this this comic and all this stuff, why would you think like do you know what it is? What it is is like uh these white dudes, it's usually white dudes, they're like, nothing's gonna stop me. I can say whatever I want because for the time being they have been able to say whatever they want. Yeah. So they're like, they're not gonna cancel me. I could talk bad about black people because history has shown. You could talk bad about black people and people of color and nothing will happen to you, i.e. Kanye West. So he was like, I can do it too. But what he didn't realize is he don't have a classic album. <laughs> he don't have a late registration. <laughs> you don't got that, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like At the end of the day, you got a comic that can get replaced. Easily. And they That's show why you I feel that. so easy for them to... to like They're like, oh, yeah, we're not gonna mess with you anymore. They can talk to another person. People, people need to realize these companies—they are so quick to replace now when there's 
when there's something problematic happening, they're like cut ties, and then they release a statement. They like, go through the if the costs if you're if you outweigh like the like if you don't benefit them, like you're costing them more money, more negativity. Why would they keep you? Exactly. Like, I understand. Like even though I don't agree with what Kanye said, I understand a company being like, nah, he's gonna bring us more money. So them keeping them in, because that's what capitalism works. Whether I agree with it or not, that's how it works. So that makes way more sense. Somebody, them keeping Kyrie, and like, yeah, Kyrie can get buckets. <laughs> like, yeah, he might say some stupid shit every now and then, but he can get buckets. I just heard a story about Kyrie. I was like, oh, wow. Like, it's like the cost outweighs, like, the problems for certain people. Yeah. And you're not him, Scott Adams. I'm sorry. You're not him. Dilbert ain't good enough. <laughs> Sorry. But moving along. <laughs> so um there's this teacher. I want to get her name. Her name is Angel Jones. Oh, how funny. <laughs> funny. A visiting assistant professor um at the University of Southern Illinois. She said that um, Black people should get paid time off for the traumas that they deal with, systematic racism, and then her comment section proves why her statement is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Um, first, do you think that Black people should get time off um, for dealing with the trauma, systematic racism, um, and yeah we could just start with that first um i think black people should get every break that they deserve okay <laughs> let's start there we go through a lot no but to be fair like as she's a professor she is a she was a visiting professor so i'm guessing so she i'm sure she's dealt with a lot of bullshit okay yeah. and i i do believe that they should they should give us time off. If we need time off for self-care, we need we definitely need time off for fucking dealing with racism all the time or those little passive aggressive microaggression. Like, come on. But then I feel like I, other groups could could argue <laughs> that they also need it, which cool, give it to everyone, but that's not realistic. Cause then it's just gonna be white people working and they not <laughs> <laughs> and they're not going to allow just that so they are not <laughs> i feel like i feel like yes as a educator <laughs> as somebody <laughs> who works in education i would love to have paid time off for dealing with like um systematic racism dealing with racism because it's hard sometimes when like kids ask you questions like hey mr jamal where's your family from and I yeah. tell them America, and they're like, no, like, but where are they really from? And then I'm like, I want to say, well, I don't know. You know, you want to say, I don't know, because of slavery. And then like, but you can't talk about that in school. Yeah. Because they're letting you not talk about it. Like, that's hard. And being the only Black person working sometimes is real hard. Like, the only Black faces people are seeing. And you put all that pressure on somebody. So I do, like, I would love it. I don't think it's realistic. Um, if they're not giving us reparations for slavery with all the evidence, they damn sure ain't giving us <laughs> Right. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a fact. That so, is a fact. Um, 
I think though it should be required for all teachers to go through um certain like um how do I say this training on like this type of thing like they shouldn't like there should be a training on why you shouldn't touch my hair there should be a training on um why black history is important there should be a training on how to not micro how not to microaggress people right and here's the thing like I totally agree with that my thing is there's always gonna be people they could do the training and not give a fuck and that's that's the thing it's like where we do all this work we we have all these resources but people still choose to be ignorant about it that's gonna happen regardless that's what i'm saying so it's like i think what what do we do with the ignorant people because you so the counter argument to that is you taking the time off those people are systematic racism is still going to exist right so why do you deserve paid time off Exactly. That's, that's like what they're going to you count. Know, like I, I'm seeing both sides right now, and I'm like, oh yeah, I could. I know how it would play out. I personally look. I want the time off because I do need a day off every now and then to not deal with that bullshit, especially in February when y'all think oh. that it's like the month that I really want. Y'all be on some bullshit. So um, I would personally like that. I know it ain't happening. So I think there's, you know, like when teachers have like the in-service days, mm-hmm. they're training, they should have to go through a whole training, not just teachers, principals, uh, other faculties, librarians, everybody okay. should have to go through these trainings um, on this. And then that day, like the Black staff and like the, uh, well, I guess Black people microaggress too, I guess. <laughs> I think it depends on the time we're doing like race sure if we're doing uh gender like there's gonna be things there should be like, that though because so yeah. then so then one teachers are they're trained in the stuff so when something happens they can't say like I didn't know mm-hmm. because it's like no you did know you went through this training now you are suspended mm-hmm. even though the teachers you know the strongest shit Teachers unions are strong as shit, <laughs> but it's like, because because then, like, what excuse can you make? You yeah. went through the training, and yeah, everything's not going to be perfect, but you went through the training, so you are aware. You can't use the excuse, like, I didn't know. Yeah. Like, most people use. I didn't know that this was racist. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I couldn't touch your hair, even though you wouldn't touch another person's hair. Like, I didn't know. And then there's also kids should get talked to, not just for black people. This like yeah. we just happen to be black. But right. this the thing. For, like, I'm like, these issues happen to obviously yeah. other people. So this should be happening, like there should be trainings. Like skip all that dumbass trainings that we go through every year that don't matter. Mm-hmm. Just get trained on stuff that matters. Even That's training true. on like um how to deal with like trans um issues and stuff like that. Take your whatever political, whatever. They don't know how to do that. That's, that's the issue. They can't separate their fucking, their morals. They're supposed body. to, though. That's the thing. Like, you shouldn't be in. I have to do it at work every day. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, we live in California. There's some teachers that you'd be surprised that like, oh, this is how you really feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had instances where teachers thought like they can vent to me about certain things. And I don't know why. I gave that impression that I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I actually don't. 
<laughs> oh, actually, no, I don't support Mark, that. Wrong tree, player. Sorry. I remember during the election, and it's not wasn't a teacher, but a, a staff member was talking to me about like, yeah, I don't really like uh, Trump, but like, I don't like Biden either. Like, you support Rubio, right? I said, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what What made you think that I would trust him either? Right. I was like, why would I trust any of them? They can all eat two dicks for all I care. Like, But um, she sparked a good conversation. Her comment <laughs> section definitely showed why something needs to happen. Mm-hmm. People emailing her, calling her nigger. And- I'm curious as to how, how it would be if a... Uh- a white man made that comment how how his comment section would be his comment section would probably be full with like nigger lover uh-huh right like, oh my god imagine all type of like craziness because yeah. they go what they gonna say crazy stuff to him too uh-huh. um but he would probably not get the flack and like mm-hmm. this would probably get actually considered if he said it mm-hmm. Whether when black people say it or women say it or people of color say it, it don't really get the attention or the need that it really needs to be. But she she sparked a good conversation. Um, I don't think it will ever happen. Yeah, I wish her well, though, because I I, I can't imagine getting all that hate. I hope she's not reading that shit. She's probably reading it. We check her emails every day. Yeah. Like you in school, you check your email probably every day, even the weekend. Oh yeah, for sure. So like you know, a teacher's checking her email because parents might be emailing you, and that's the thing too. Our emails are public. Mm-hmm. Like you, anybody can find my email. It's yeah. very public. Like you can find my email. You can find every teacher's email. So like professors probably get so much hate if they like speak on race or speak yeah. on anything gender. Mm-hmm. Um, just have an opinion you know this is why I don't tell I don't tell students or tell any of the staff people that I work with that I have a podcast yeah I'm like nah because like I ain't trying to cause no hate because yeah. y'all talk to me about something I said at work and I'm gonna respond probably negatively you know? <laughs> I need a job yeah it's not so, I think there should be there should be something done I don't know if pay time off is. I was like, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's not going to be that. (laughs) For me, pay time off, like a day off is cool, but it doesn't help me dealing with the issues that I deal with. But I work in a district that like, there's like five black people who work there and I know all of them. (laughs) Yeah, that's so crazy. One of them is my girlfriend. Like, (laughs) you know, like it's kind of different. Uh, I was telling I was telling my classmates I was like all the black people that went to middle school there's like six of us I was related to four <laughs> like it's just like it's so weird like damn there's really not yeah it's really crazy when you think about it because you're like oh man like I didn't think going into education that I would be one of the few black people um but I am. Yeah. There's probably, let's see, my district. There's probably 10 of us. And I probably have, there's like two teachers that I know. 
Mm-hmm. One of them's an one person is a behavioral aide. Um, the rest of them are like activity leaders. And that's probably and like the questions that I get all the time, are you related to this person? Are you related uh, to this person? Uh, we just lie now, me and two other staff members, we just say we're cousins. We're all cousins. <laughs> that's that's my cousin. Yeah, it's cousin. Like, it's my cousin. Like, let's just end that conversation. Like, so <laughs> they're hilarious because I know they don't mean harm, but it's like be for real, <laughs> be fucking for real. You know, I'm not related to that. <laughs> <laughs> we just met yesterday. Come on now. <laughs> um, we got like five minutes left, so okay. we're gonna talk about this real quick. The home appraisal controversy, not really a controversy, just proves racism. So it's I think it happened in California. It did. This, this couple, it might have been the Bay Area too. Gosh, I just saw the price of the home. It's probably the Bay Area. The a couple was selling their home. They went to get it appraised. It got appraised at a little bit under a million. Um, they felt like something was wrong. So they got it appraised um again and they had their white friend do it they removed everything that basically showed that they were black the home was i think appraised at 1.4 um million dollars yeah 1.5 1.5 so they so they sued um and won so um yeah my whole thing is people who say that racism isn't alive because we had Obama. There's way more other forms of racism. I That's guess. crazy, though, to have that much money excluded. Because you're Black. And I feel like that happens all the time. I feel like that happens with buying homes. I That definitely happens with getting loans. That happens with, like, getting to schools. Happens with every aspect of, like, probably, like, getting car insurance. <laughs> like, like, I remember the NFL said that like um, black people were like dumber, like the NFL and their concussion lawsuit. That's what they said. Recent. This is very recent, guys. Oh. It's not over. Like systemic racism. Like... Y'all think this is what my thing is. Y'all think black people want to complain about this? <laughs> you think we want this? You think that's the best thing of our day is to complain. Yeah. That's what we want to do. We want to complain about stuff like this. We, I'm glad that couple sued though. I'm glad too. I'm really happy they sued because, but it, it was like, they want to undisclose the amount. I'm like, yeah, they're not going to tell you what the fuck they want. <laughs> what you count in their pockets for. But that's it's ridiculous. Because I think most people, they, they hear 995,000 be like, oh yeah, okay, that's good. But like, they probably have friends in the neighborhood who sold and they know what the value is. I'm going to so, say this uh, too. If that house was in the Bay Area, th- that is the red flag right there, that price. I know people in other places, you hear that price and you're like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. If you're selling a house in the Bay Area, especially if you're selling the house in San Francisco, the price that came back, they are <laughs> holding you. <laughs> they are hoeing you. Houses are going That's for one. They starting at one point two. I mean, you got a bid. <laughs> You're in a bidding war. 
that's what i'm saying uh, it just makes me sad for all the people who who really be getting played like this it's like y'all ain't shit for real shit. really ain't people and i don't be like letting stuff go so i would have held on i would have been i would have <laughs> disclosed the amount that i got i would have said everything mm-hmm. i would have called for it i would have called for the people to get fired I'd have oh, put the company on blast. I hope, I hope they did. I'd have put everything like, nah, you're not gonna play me like that. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that's not gonna happen. Um, like, the only thing that changed is we took our pictures down, and they had their friend, the oh, white friend. That's very yeah. key. A white friend. Like, people miss me with people say like, like um, racism is not here. It's very alive. You know what I'm saying. And this is why I have a strong hate for Don, Donald Trump, because he made it, I mean, he did a good thing by bringing the races out, but he made it comfortable for people to be openly racist. Comfortable. Very comfortable. And I almost had to beat a couple people up because of him. And I don't want to fight ever again. I'm not a fighter. But people be saying some stuff and, you know, it takes a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like, but yeah, no, uh, best wishes to that couple. Best wishes. Also, people, before we get off, don't let TikTok and social media get y'all knocked out by somebody. <laughs> I'm not fighting nobody off it. I almost called a couple people. I told them to pull up to Santa Clara. But oh um, I saw somebody talking a little spicy to some dude on there. He, I follow him. That motherfucker is a professional boxer. You better leave him alone. I know he don't be posting the videos that he boxing. I know he talk about black stuff. You better leave him alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> you not going to win that battle unless you got that blicky on you. Because he got them blickies in them hands. Let me tell you. But this has been the Harris Show. I've been your boy Jamal Ray Raheem with my sister and co-host Angie Ange. We'll catch y'all next week. Y'all going to get two episodes in two weeks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>